Oh, here we go. <laughs> Good evening, people. In the box with this week, Goofy George, Jack, the Wasted Possession, Season 2 champ, the regular host of Formula E series, FM streamer, formerly Stardew Valley streamer, looking for a wife. But most importantly, most importantly, the inaugural down the local season champ. I mean, it don't get any better. Jack, how are you, my friend? I am very good. Thank you so much for having me. Um, most- yes. Star- I did find a wife in the end in Stardew Valley. That was good. Completed it. So that was great. Um, I did enjoy <laughs> that game. I did enjoy playing that. I remember dropping in on a couple of people's streams and they were playing. I was like, well, this is something a bit different. And then when you, I remember speaking to you at the time and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, the whole game, you've got to try and just basically build your farm life, get a wife, yep. get a family. So, yep. Wow. Wow. I mean, real life simulator that was. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it's aspirational, isn't it? Um, yes. <laughs> Something so, I've yet to achieve, but I've done it in game. Yes. <laughs> if nothing else, I've been a success. <laughs> so we've got the same five questions that we always have, guys, for regular views. You know what they are. Um, we'll go through, obviously, from our point of view. We ask them every time because it's different answers. Um, so. Let's kick off with question number one. So, Jack, what is your first real memory of football? It's a really good question, actually, because I was unsure. And actually, the answer came to me about 20 minutes before um, we started recording. (laughs) Um, Because I was like, I'm not sure what my first memory of football. Was it me playing football? And then the first memory of, of football for me, or the first big thing, I think, is the 2000 FA Cup final. Um, where Chelsea played Aston Villa because um, yeah. I went with I went with my dad who was I was brought up in a Chelsea household yeah. uh, and my granddad um, came with us and I remember I was only little I think I can't remember what was going on but then all of a sudden as I said like 20 minutes before it hit me I was like actually was it the 2000 because I was going to go 2002 something around there yeah, uh, yeah. with Chelsea losing to Arsenal in the FA Cup or, or whatever it was yeah, yeah. Um, and but then I went, actually, no, I, when, when, what was the year? And I swear we played Aston Villa. And then I looked it up, it was the year 2000. So that, for me, is the first one. So an FA Cup final, Chelsea versus Aston Villa. I think Chelsea won 2-0. No, they won 1-0 from recollection. 1-0. Yeah, uh, and I'm pretty sure it was like someone like Dennis Wise scored the winner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if that was the Roberto Di Matteo first goal in 16 seconds or something like that. No, that was, that was against Middlesbrough a couple of years earlier. Okay, see, you know, I was only five at the time. Yeah. I was five at the time, so. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> so I think that was my earliest. I don't think it was that game, nineteen ninety eight. That was. I would have been. I don't think I would have remember. I would have been free, so I don't. Yeah, to. yeah. Um, but this is and this is the thing because it's always good because people have memories and we've said numerous times on the shows before. Sometimes people don't realise when their actual memory is because obviously, like you're saying, you know, it came to you twenty minutes before. Um, because people see so many things rerun on TV and then you have a vague recollection of it. And you can't remember it because you've seen it on TV in a rerun before or whether you remember it at the time. So it kind of yeah. uh, causes a, a confusion within the brain. But yeah, the FA Cup final 2000, I remember being very excited, uh, being a Villa follower and um, and then being very disappointed. Uh, and then... Oh, um, sorry to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. And then... And then I was realizing... there. Can you believe it? To be fair, though, that was probably the last, that was a peak of um, Villa. I think it went from there. It went pretty much downhill from there on. Um, I think Martin O'Neill may have won a League Cup or something, but 
That was about it. Mickey Mouse. Oh, to make to make you feel better, I think <laughs> when seven or I think when I was seven or eight, yeah. I remember crying. I was like seven, and Chelsea at this time were good, right? This yeah. is like people forget that before Roman Abramovich, Claudio Ranieri was building a small little team there, and yeah, yeah. likes of Ida Good Johnson and and so forth, and like you know the players were coming in before the Roman Abramovich money was there. They yeah, yeah. Love Frank Lampard, yeah, yeah. Um, Joe Cole, mm. and I remember I think it was a Cabrera, well a Carling Cup game at the time. Yeah. And Aston Villa beat Chelsea. And I remember, I don't know why, but I just remember crying after that game, thinking so much that Chelsea were going to win. And um, and 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 crying after the game. So there you go. You can have the, you know, bring up the Aston Villa, you know, final was, Chelsea winning, was, but then me crying to a Carlin Cup exit. <laughs> was was that the one where Juan Pablo Angel scored a screamer? John Terry misjudged the ball completely. Probably. I can't remember. Angel went past him and lashed his shot. Yeah. I remember I remember Chelsea lost. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It doesn't happen on a regular basis anymore. So, you know, it's good that you still remember and keep yourself real. Keep it real. Um (laughs) cool. So obviously that's the first uh your first real memory. What's the what's the first major international tournament you remember? So then I'm going to go with the 2002 World Cup in South Korea, mainly because I remember watching it in school. Um, they yes. wheeled out this, the, you know, back in the day, right? Remember when they wheeled out the TV and it's yeah, like this everyone big got excited. Yeah. Right. And yeah. yes, the TV's coming out. We're watching something on TV now. Yeah. Now being a teacher, I say it's just put on YouTube, put on YouTube. There's no such yeah, yeah. big TV coming out, yeah. right? Big smart um, screen on the back of the yeah. wall now, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And um, yeah, so this little, and it's not even big, right? It's like a little square box, right? Yeah. And you're in the hall, right? Yeah. Every year six, you're what was I? Two thousand two, year two probably. Yeah. yeah. Um. Year two, maybe year three, and um. Or year two going into year three, and uh, I remember just watching. I can't remember what game we watched, but I remember like this is the World Cup. Like I knew it was the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Um. In two thousand two, but um. Yeah, I can't remember the game we watched, but yeah, we watched a game in school, which was like you know. I, now, and be, because that's happened to me, like when the Euros was on, like yeah. I, I work in a school where, you know, these children are very are from a very social economic, like poor background. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, and they're not football isn't a thing like their parents because yeah. of their culture. Football for them is not a big thing, but the kids love football. Yeah, they, yeah. For some reason, they love football. They don't know why they love football. But yeah. that's what they play at the playtime. Um, whereas their parents wouldn't be, you know, if I spoke to their parents about football, they wouldn't have a Scooby-Doo yeah, yeah. Um, for the majority of them. And so they, they like football, but they've never seen football. Um, yeah. So to put a football game on, on Euros on BBC Sport, like last 20 minutes before we went home, right, let's see what Scotland are doing because they were playing yeah. at that time and yeah, so yeah. forth. And we put the Scotland-Czech Republic game on and they're like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, you get that excitement from the kids. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. They've never seen it. And I remember trying to, before COVID broke out, and unfortunately COVID broke out, was I was trying to get Brentford because um, I was trying to get tickets for them to go and see Brentford. Okay, uh, yeah, cool. And, but unfortunately they, they gave us the Wigan game. Uh, which was their um, family, or like you know the 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 bring to kids yeah, yeah, yeah. day, right? Um, but unfortunately, um, COVID said no. So um, yeah, fair, fair enough. Try that again at some point. But now they're in the Premier League. Um, yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. The, so the 2002 one's brilliant as well because I know we've had someone else say similar, and it was that watching it. They said the same, wheeling out the TV to watch it at school. 
uh, with the old massive VHS and 50,000 wires hanging out the back. And um, and I always remember going to work and we went uh, out to watch one of the early games, like 7.30 kickoff. And we went to Brannigan's in Reading and uh, they were only serving soft drinks because they'd shown one of the previous games and people had gone in there at 7.30 in the morning and got smashed and the place was just, just decimated for the day. So they then said, right, well, we've, uh, we've had an extended license provided, but we are not going to use it. See you later, Hopefully. people. So, yeah, we're rocking up to work about 10 minutes late after watching uh, England get beat by Brazil. Could have done with a drink. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> okay, so when you played, what yes. was your most consistent position? Where did you play most regularly? I played in goal. Yes. So anyone who has seen bits and pieces of Jack elsewhere, you will know that he has got a tag for himself as safe hands, Jack. Yes. So, you know, the assumption was always there that you were a keeper. So yes. how did that come about? Because it's not the it's not the place that people generally pick. Um, I wasn't very, uh, I, I played everywhere outfield. I remember um, I played there and I wasn't very good. And then yep. I became obsessed with Carlo Codacini. Um, obviously at the time I was a Chelsea fan. I'm a Brentford fan now, but when yep. I was growing up, I was brought up as a, as a, as a Chelsea fan because my dad's yep. a Chelsea fan. I was the oldest. So he brought me yep. up as a Chelsea fan. Um, and I got obsessed with Carlo Codacini. Like I couldn't, the saves he would pull off. I just, I was awestruck. And then I said to yep. my dad and my dad was the manager of my he, I was he was this is a great story right yeah and I it. love my I love my family for it um my dad wasn't actually my manager so we played for a team called Celtic but they yeah. there's there was a not you not for I was Celtic the Scottish Celtic no I'm in yeah. London um <laughs> so basically to, to cut long story short there was a well, I live in like a little town near called Greenford and there was a Greenford yeah. Celtic they were called and then the, the two owners of that Sunday league club uh got into like a fight and one yeah split one, off one, one. yeah yeah Celtic okay. and Greenford Celtic so we were yeah. arch rivals well we played it like that right that yeah, was yeah. your arch rivalry yeah yeah um so I remember my dad was in charge of the A team now I wasn't good enough to be in the A team as an outfield player so I was in the B team and I'm thank I I love my granddad and I love my uncle for it because they took charge of the B team so my dad was doing the A team yeah my uncle and my granddad will beat him and then I decided to go and go um and I remember, right, we were playing in the Pitts Hanger tournament. Um, and I was getting going, I was getting better by every game, right? I remember my yeah. first game in goal, I think I kicked it over my head and it went in. Uh, and it's <laughs> a disaster, right? Like one of the first things you do is you kick it the wrong way, you do a bicycle kick into your yeah. net. But I was slowly getting better at this position. Um, and then we played, we got to, you know, the summer tournaments that you do before yeah, yeah. the season starts. Yeah, you old five sides or seven yeah. sides around a place. Yeah, you so, still love them. Yeah, brilliant brilliant tournaments and um celtic a my dad's team played celtic b um in the final um and celtic b won two nil nice um, and i remember my uncle lifting me up because i think i made like tons of saves um and it was lifting me up carried me across the pitch we got a winner's medal peter crouch was there because peter crouch grew up he played for pitts hanger he grew up around our area oh wow okay, and um yeah. so peter crouch was there um, at, at the tournament, he was given out like signed or he was playing for QPR at the time, and right, um, yes. he 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 gave out like, our photos, gave us like the winners' medals and so forth. Like it was an awesome day, and then from that day onwards, um, I I went to Celtic A. Like I, my yeah. dad was like, "Yeah, I'm taking you now." Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> um, having that again. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking you now. So yeah, and then and then I went to and then after a while, I was part of I went to Brentford's. It was their community sports trust um, yeah, yeah. Team. 
So um, I went down there, uh, amazing tournaments. We played, we went down to Newquay every Easter, played teams like Portsmouth nice, and so yeah. forth. Like it was, I wasn't in like the proper academy, but they were pushing for me to be in the academy, but they were waiting for one thing and one thing only, which I get onto your next question. So I won't ruin it. Yeah. Um, cool. So they were waiting for one thing from, for, for me to happen because I had, yeah. and even today, like I know I had the abilities I got, from strength to strength, like every coach that saw me went, oh my God, like you've got one pair of hands. Um, like, you know, your handling's so good. And I, I can't believe how good I became as a goalkeeper. Like even looking back at it, it's not even to like be like egotistic or anything like that. Like I can sit back and, and be, and figure yeah, I was a good goalkeeper. And yeah. I kind of where my competitive streak grew because goalkeeper they say is a lonely position. And, um, and, my aim was to always be better because it's cutthroat, right? I yeah. was having Brentford goalkeepers come to this thing, right, from being picked up by Rios. And I was like, well, I want to keep my number one spot. So I'm going to prove yeah, yeah. I'm better than you, right? Yeah. And it just became a thing. I had to be better than whatever goalkeeper turned up. And I knew what my weakness yeah. was. My weakness was tipping it over the bar. Right. I worked countless hours, hours, training session, just long ball up. And you'll know why soon, why right. it was a maybe you can start working it out with your influence. <laughs> very good. Uh, was trying to tip it over the bar. And once I was able to tip it over the bar, and that didn't come to about 13, 14, when I was able to properly tip it over the bar. Yeah. Without tipping it in. Because that's yeah, why yeah. You, it was, I used to tip it in, which was so annoying. I used to hate it. It was my one like floor. Um, and once I learned how to do that, I went from straight, I, I, I got better. Yeah, um, yeah. And then they said they were waiting. They had, they held on to me until I was 16 waiting. Um just waiting, but it didn't happen. Yeah. So we could probably take a stab in the dark of what that is, but we won't. We'll move. We'll, we'll get that from the next question. Because yeah. um, I know, obviously, uh, when we spoke briefly before as well, you said uh, you played for Hamwell Town as a goalkeeper. Yes. And and ironically and weirdly, a guy who was playing for me last season has just signed for Hanwell Town. So it's, a, it's an interesting one. It, it just yeah. This well gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, yeah. It does indeed. Which is really uh, bizarre. So, uh, yeah, we were lucky to have him as well. He was playing for um, the Norwich UEA University uh, and they've got a Saturday team and they are very, very good. And he yeah. was one of the, he was the main man in their team. And he came to one of our training sessions. He was walking past because he'd come to do a cool down after the game the day before and then joined yeah. in our trading. Said he didn't play Sunday, so we snafooed him. And unfortunately, we didn't get to use him as much as we'd like because... Uh, Covid stopped all yeah. the games again, uh, and then he finished uni and went back to London. Damn him! Yeah. But yeah, absolute baller. Um, but yes, so let's move on and find out why. If no one has worked it out <laughs> as of yet, Jack, if you could have done one thing that would have improved your footballing ability, what would it have been? Grown. <laughs> um, I, wasn't, I wasn't big enough to be a goalkeeper um there was some, probably other things i would like to have done as well yeah. um i think one thing i would have done would like to have been better distributing from my feet yeah. um because obviously as a modern game now when i watch david Rea at brentford like he's very good at distributing yeah, yeah. his feet um and that was something that i was getting better at like it was at one point when i was like 17 i was probably you know I was a good free kick, kick taker because I was good at learning how to get the ball up and down and yeah. improving it. But I don't think it was consistent. Like I was very, once I, if I got it right, it was, oh yes. Yeah. But like, it wasn't yeah, yeah. consistent. Right. So that would have been one thing, but you know, 
Uh, that's what Brentford were waiting for. Brentford were waiting for me to have a growth spurt, but my, I already had my growth spurt when I was like 13. I grew to five foot six, and that was it. Um, and they were hoping there. that, yeah, they were hoping there was going to be another one because they were like, I had all the agility, I had yeah. everything, the quick feet. They, my goalkeeping coach would make the other goalkeepers watch my feet um, and look how quickly I could get across from point A to point B, or how quickly I can yeah. move from one post to the other post. Like this. <sighs> I don't want to break. like I remember there's some sayings down <laughs> come to my head, right you don't think like I used to play not far when I drive past the pitches I still remember some of the saves um because yeah. they did this day you like, oh, I remember that save oh can you like I remember and you know but I didn't grow so I didn't I, as I said I moved to Hamill Town which I did actually play for before because I left my dad when I was about yeah. 13 because you get to that stage where you know your dad expects you, your dad knows you're good right yeah too much of you and you know when you get into that 13 year old i don't want any more arguments with you i'm not having yeah. you criticize me anymore yeah i'm sick of it every game even if i play well you're having a go yeah. at me yeah. um and i've saved, I've saved three penalties yeah. and that <laughs> yeah. defender's just scored an own goal yeah and, and you know but I, new and it's my fault yeah, yeah it's my fault i'm not dealing with it anymore yeah um i think yeah the final straw was like I, the final straw with that for me was only when my mum wasn't too impressed with my dad was I was injured. I got hurt in the game and I had a huge bruise on my uh, like calf, yeah, uh, just on the front. I said, dad, I can't continue. I can barely walk. I said, no, you play, you carry on. And uh, my mum saw the bruise afterwards. And that was a <laughs> telling off. But I was <laughs> like, yeah, I think I'm done. I'm going to go. Um, and then I had a spelt pits hanger and, and Hamill Town. Yeah. Um, and I went back to Hamilton, but I remember this double save that I made. I was, I think I was under 17s at Hamilton at the stage where yeah. the Hamilton manager was his son was in our team. Yeah. Um, and I had got up, it was a double save. I'd made a save, got up and then pushed the next one onto the bar and it went over for a corner. And he literally, he didn't, he wasn't coming for the game. He literally, that, the Hamilton manager at the time literally came, he got out of his car, was walking to the field where the game was, saw the double save and was like, wow. I was like, what a thing to see. He said to me after the game that I walked into, I, I remember him going, I was like, what a save. And I was like, cheers. And I was like, you know what? I was thinking for Hamilton, cause obviously he was, when I, I was played Hamilton under 18s as well. And I, well, yeah. I, was in, I was injured that season as well. Um, I had torn my, what did I tore? I tore my cartilage. Right. Now, I told my cartilage, horrible story for a yeah. coach, I would say, right? <laughs> <laughs> Under 17s, we win the league or whatever. We did really well in the season. And we do like a little fun kick about in the training field. No warm up, no nothing. I've never been injured. The only injury I've had is maybe I've done my finger and I've had yeah. to have it strapped, right? I've never been injured, right? I make a save and I get up and I go, oh, my, my leg feels funny. Right. And then he never went away. So I went to to get an MRI on it yeah. in the hospital. And they went, Yeah, you've torn your cartilage. Uh, and I remember it. I remember because my one of my friends would said, Teach me how to be a goalkeeper. So I said, yeah. I'll teach you how to be a goalkeeper. Right. Um, I couldn't kick the ball. I was left foot. I couldn't kick it. Could not kick the ball with my left foot. I literally, if I kicked it, I collapsed in sheer agony. Yeah. Um, so I, I couldn't take goal kicks. But the thing is, I started the season. I started the season for Hamwell Town with a torn cartilage in the under 18s. I just said, yeah. look, because I got to a stage where I was like, look, I can dive and it doesn't yeah. really hurt me diving. Right. I can't kick. But I can't, I can't <laughs> do a goal kick. Right. I can't do You're going to have to get defended to take a goal kick. Right. I can throw it. I had a good throw. I could throw it to the yeah, halfway yeah. line. 
right? But I couldn't, I couldn't kick. So, yeah. and they were like, okay, like we'll get a defender. And then I just said to them, look, it's I, I said, it's not getting any better. Like I, it, we've played three or four games now and I still can't kick. So I yeah. took six, I, I took, I've never had, I took six months out. Like I was out wow. and I came back for like the last three or four games of the season. Yeah, yeah. And I was long. Remember, it, it, to be fair though, it wasn't mine because I remember they were playing the game once and yeah. I remember looking at my, my bedroom window and it was chucking it down with rain. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't mind. I'm not standing yeah. in <laughs> To be fair, that's when I go now and it's hammering down with rain, I don't like it, but at least I can take a coat and put the coat on. Yeah. <laughs> Put up. I, you know, I'm not, I've never resorted to the Wally with the brolly, but... um. Yeah. Take a coat the, and put a hood the, up. the rain, the rain was my favorite weather. I used to love it because the ball was wet, it would slip yeah. through for every through ball. Like, yeah, come at me, I'll come yeah. and slide and get that. And um, I used to love getting muddy. My mum used to be furious. <laughs> I said, the muddier I said to my mum, but the muddier I get, the better I played. Um, <laughs> uh, but she used to hate it. My dad uh, coming home or whoever had the you know, because when you get older, sort of the parents who do come, they sort of do the carpool and yeah. they take about three or four kids home. I was literally plastic sheets towel <laughs> to protect the car sit on this jack um because i got muddy i got muddy um, oh, but boy. i wouldn't change it for the world no 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 and i think when you said you know trying to play with that injury that's that passion for it isn't it because yeah. i know when i had my last knee off i knew it was happening um uh it was fairly quick actually to turn around but i knew i was getting it done for about three months and i still tried to play because i was like my opinion was i'm having it off What's going to, they're already going to be yeah. down there fixing something if it goes if it goes worse they're going to fix it anyway aren't they? so where's yeah. the problem <laughs> um didn't work out so well but uh yeah there was <laughs> that was yeah. kind of the idea and that's that passion for it to want to play cool okay so let's go for question number five the big five the five key attributes that you feel a modern day footballer should have to be successful so is this five attributes for a goalkeeper or five attributes for just a modern day? Five attributes, I suppose. Five attributes for a modern day footballer that potentially, if they have these five, you could pretty much play them anywhere. Okay. Attitude. Go. Cool. Number one. Yeah. You have to have a good attitude. If your attitude stinks, you're going to get nowhere. Coaches pick on the up on that. Like yeah. all, all, the, all the time. Um. And that's attitude covers a lot of things like a willingness yeah. to listen and so forth and understand. Yes. And, yeah. and you go through a phase, like even I went through a phase where I would only listen to my goalkeeper coach. <laughs> like yeah. my goalkeeper coach didn't say to do this. If another coach was telling me, Oh, maybe you should look at this. I was like, I'm going to talk over my goalkeeper coach, but really yeah, yeah. should just listened. Right. Cause just to make sure that he was my goalkeeper coach was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you should do this. Should I listen to him? Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I think attitude, you must have a good attitude. You must be willing to learn, willing to accept that you're not good at something or as areas to work on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so forth. I, th I think I think that's important. Um, uh, just just to jump in as well on that one, uh, where you were saying, um, you know, coaches pick up on that very quickly. And you would have seen it living in London um, yeah. when I was living in Reading. The amount of players that were playing uh, top level Sunday league, top level Saturday league but had been released from clubs because their attitude was crap and they could yeah. go and play there. They were far too good to be playing at that level, but they probably couldn't be asked to train. They'd probably turn up a little bit drunk. 
or hungover. Yeah. Um, and the attitude wasn't right. And that, that was why they got released from the clubs. And yeah. they ended up just wanting to play for fun. And which isn't a bad thing, but it does become a waste of talent. Yeah, it, it's, it's true. Attitude for any young kid, any young person um, watching this who even think I was half as you know, who, who's got some talent or is playing for yeah. a club right now, just attitude is so important because that's what the coaches care about, really. Yeah, yeah if definitely. You don't have the, if you don't have the attitude now, they don't care about your talent. No. Because they'll be like, well, he's going to think he's too big for his boots. So yeah. attitude is so important. And, and and listening to coaches is so important. Like, I learned so much. And again, I got Gary Vaux's name is, and I want to say his name because he means so much to me. Um, it's uh, He was my goalkeeper coach at Pitts Hanging. He helped me so much. And I was yeah. not even at Brentford at this stage, but he made me so much better. And he wasn't even, I, I couldn't do training because at this time I was working Right. I couldn't do the time that they said, because I said, I'm sorry, but I have to go to work. It just won't work. Yeah. Um, so he said, can I, if I can start earlier and he's agreed to just do an hour's goalkeeping coach for um, like a whole hour before the whole training session. Yeah. Just so I could get some training. And I, I literally to this day, yeah, I right. hold him so I hold him so deep in my heart, always yeah. message him on Facebook, always see how he's doing. Because you don't realize it when you're 16, 17, it's what someone's actually doing for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. But when it stops, you're like, oh, you know what? He was an absolute legend. He didn't have to do that. He went no. out of his own way just to help me. There was no other person there just yeah. to help me. That is fantastic. Um, yeah. One on one training at that level to get someone to come and do that for you is just, yeah, unreal. Uh, and yeah, he helped me so much. Like, yeah. there was. Bits of my game, which I was good at, but it was everything. There's, there's things you need to improve, and those things I knew I yeah, needed yeah, improving yeah. on, right? And we worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. And oh, as I said, absolute legend. Um, and I'm glad I mentioned him. I know, like, people dropping names on, and I know it's a name no one will know, it's personal yeah. to me. Oh, nice. Yeah. But drop, but, um, drop that name. <laughs> but he deserves all the credit, like, literally, if he was to ever see this, like, unbelievable um and yeah. every time i remember i remember quick off story and then we'll get back to it i remember yeah. i was playing hamilton uh under 18s and we played pitts hager under 18s yeah and he wasn't coaching anymore his son had stopped stopped playing and yeah. he came to that game we were yeah, losing yeah. one we were we were drawing nil nil in that game actually we we're drawing at the time and i spotted him in the crowd and he came round to the back of the goal and i said i was i said to him i'm not playing badly but i'm gonna play 10 times better now just because yeah. you're here. And I said, I'm not going to let, even though you're here for the other team, I ain't <laughs> letting you down. I ain't letting you down. Yeah. Um, annoyingly, we lost that game 1-0. Um, oh, damn it. <laughs> but um, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it my all just so I can make him proud. Yeah. Um, because as I said, it meant so much to me. Um, so yeah, back to the five attributes. Yes. Um. <sighs> So for me, I think you, they talk about this brain of football, right? And yes. this yeah. is what I was talking about. You have to have a footballing brain. Now, a footballing brain, you need, I think, for me, as an attribute, which you'll see is like positioning, right? Positioning, yes. I think, is huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, even as a goalkeeper, right, half of my saves are down to positioning on yeah. where you are. And if you get your positioning wrong and you narrow the angles um, in the wrong place, then... It's going to be easier to score. You know, yeah. my brother, my brother plays um, semi-professionally um, at the moment on the Saturdays, yeah. and you know, I just go to the park with him, and and because that's my career now. I'm just a 
Testy. Park boy, yeah. Park boy. Um, come out to the park. Yep, yeah, come on. Let me have a chance to get my gloves on. Let's go. Right. Yeah. And he says, even though, like, I know I've lost a lot of what I had because yeah, yeah. of the reversibility factor, right? Yeah, yeah. And I haven't been training, but there's, you know, and it annoys me that when he scores top corner goals, even though, like, I'm small, I could, I had the agility to once upon a time yeah, top yeah. hand those and, yeah. and palm them away. I like, I, I remember doing it. And when he does them, it frustrates the living hell out of me. <laughs> but he says to me, the thing that will stand you out, even though like you might not get to them. Yeah. He says your positioning and narrowing down the angle to me, he said is better than any goalkeeper I've come across in, 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 in his leagues that he plays in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he says like, when I come up against a goalkeeper, I know that I can maybe put it somewhere or he hasn't actually quite covered that because I can tell when you're in that position, it's so hard to score. Like yeah. I have to really bend it around you in order to, and that's why he's happy with his goal. Cause he's like, yes, what a goal. And I'm like, no, I should have saved it. <laughs> like, um, and, and yeah, so. I think yeah, the positioning as well covers so much across the pitch because obviously yeah. I think especially lower level, you can have players who aren't necessarily the fittest or most mobile anymore. But if they know the positions to take up, they're, they're very rarely going to get caught out because they've read the game and they're where they should be before that move has happened. People who sort of run around like a headless chicken sometimes end up being more detrimental to the team because they're trying to cover too much ground and always out of position. Yeah, agreed. Um, my next one would be technique. Um, yeah. Now, technique is important. Now, you might be thinking, okay, you might not have to be the best technical players. And there are players out there who are professionals who are most probably not the most technical yeah. out there. But Fred. technique is yeah, te- <laughs> technique technique is so important because if you learn, uh, I, I can only talk about being a goalkeeper here because um, yeah. I can't talk about technique for being a left back or a centre mid or a striker. <laughs> right. But I can talk about it for being a goalkeeper because one thing I worked on, which really helped me. And again, was what, when I was at Brentford and I was showing with the younger keepers and so forth, they would always say, watch Jack's technique um, for certain ways. And it's just, it's, it's, it's minor things, but you have to keep repeating it. You have to keep yeah. working on these things, diving, like yeah. di- there's an art to die. You- keepers just don't fling their bodies across. They don't just go. There's a way to do it. Um, there's a way to land. So you don't crash because the first thing they taught me was you don't want to crash and hit your elbow because you're going to hurt yourself. Right. <laughs> so it was the art of landing as well. Like, yeah. uh, and you know, and then when, when you mastered like how you do your motions, how you do the K block with your legs yeah. and so forth, how you dive. The hardest thing I want to you know, that when the goalkeepers, they dive forward and they clutch it into their chest. Yeah. And they use their back legs and they sort of dive in like forward. That was yeah. such a hard skill. That's a really underrated skill, right? Because you're doing it, it doesn't feel natural at the beginning. It feels really, really awkward to spring your body forward, clutch it, bring it to your chest. Like it just it felt feels wrong. Yeah. Uh, but once you once you do it, and once you do it a couple of times, you feel, oh my God, this is so easy, it's so great. Um, yeah. and, and, and as a and goalkeeper, is is that yeah. if you push yourself when you dive, if you push yourself a bit forward, you've covered because the angle becomes smaller, so the goal yeah. is smaller. Uh, the amount of goalkeepers I still see where they see a shot and they dive, they almost go backwards towards it. Yeah. And you've already lost because all your momentum's going backwards. If the ball's hit well, you may get a hand to it, but it's going in. Yeah, it's going in. Yeah. Yeah. So diving forward was, was really, was a challenge. Yeah. Cause you get the momentum and so forth. Yeah. And, and then, 
And then it's then you got the thing about by the way, by the way, for people who think goalkeepers just save it with their hands, they don't just save it with their hands. They need to know where to how to where to put their hand. It comes instinctive yeah. after a while, but you have to yeah. be taught, right? Yeah. It's not just fling because if you fling it, if it just hits you, it can go up. It can go just because it hits your hand, yeah. it can go anywhere, yeah. right? You've got to make sure you've got that strong wrist. So they were really teaching how to how to have your wrist, yeah. um, and so you and how to hold when you have your hand, how to hold your hand. So when you've got it, so it actually does parry, or you do yeah. push it away away from danger. Um, you know, and you, obviously you see sometimes it's hard because shots are fired in, and you don't have much time. You just yeah. got to get something on it. It yeah. go anywhere, and you see that even in the Premier League, he's made a shot. It's gone anywhere from yeah. point blank range. Like those are the tough ones because palming it away to safety is difficult. What you don't yeah. want to do is palm it into the middle when it's quite straightforward because you know I've yeah. done that many of the time, and you're just giving it back to the striker. Yeah. Um, and 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 there you go. Like you're one nil down already. So like yeah, yeah. Technique is so important because. And it's so worth practicing. Like my brother, you know, he'll practice, you know, his dipping of passes and so forth. And, you know, just to make sure, and he'll do countless sort of hundreds of passes, you know, till yeah. he's blue in the face, just to improve his passing. Yeah. You know? and, and you've got to do that because if you don't do it, then you're not going to improve. So, you know, yes, we argue, okay, this play is not as technical, but they probably got more technique than any of us put together. Yeah, um, yeah. Those types of players, it's just maybe it's not as strong for that level. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you don't become a professional football player without having technique. It's just, oh, God, no, do you, no. Do you have the technique to be a Champions League player? Do you have the technique yeah. to be a Premier League player? Or do you have the technique to be a Championship player? Yes. Um, and, and so forth. They've all got a level of technique, but it's how far that technique yeah and what what other attributes they then have to make up for their lack of yeah exactly so you can get away with it yeah okay cool yeah um decisions decision making yes decision making i think this is my fourth one yes it is it's my fourth decision makings um decision making is huge you can't be rash as a goalkeeper um you've got to make the right decision in and that's in the same football it's like passing you'll be watching the football like oh why did you do that you should have cut it across you've made the, yeah. the wrong decision um you know you've you've played that cross goal for i don't know what reason you're taught that at five not to do that but you've somehow for some reason thought it was okay to play across goal and you've been caught out um make making the decisions like as i said for for in goal it's um making the decision when to come right yeah when to charge out of your box something i used to love doing but when do you charge because if you charge and get yep. it wrong you've left the goal open and you've, you yeah, yeah. you yeah. charge get the ball and you get the ball you head it clear or you smash it out to the touchline you've done well right yeah you know coming for crosses and i'm not the smallest of keepers i used to come for crosses i used to anything that was in my six yard that was my decision i said if it's in my six yard box yeah i come whatever happens if it's outside my six yard box i'm just going to stand my line because i probably got a better chance of saving the header right yeah. if it comes at me yeah. but if it's in my six yard box i've got to come no matter what yeah um and but you, you i had to bail on some six yard ones because i knew my height wasn't going to get me because if it's traveling to the far post i'm like okay yeah. i'm not going to get it so yeah. that's when you have to go okay don't go for it because yeah, if you yeah. go for it you're just out of the game you're just flapping in the air <laughs> you're just flapping in the air you're in no man's land yeah. uh, and as many a times i've done that because you think because you're watching the ball you're watching the flight of the ball and you're like i can get this i can get this right it's going to drop here right and then that's when i go and you go oh and it just didn't drop when you expected it to drop and you just look like yeah. an idiot 
Um, <laughs> that was that was the hardest thing for me to like. That was my weakness. It was well, it wasn't my weakness because when I caught across, I caught across, yeah. right? Um, and when I did it, I could do it. Uh, and I had the technique of getting the leg up and so forth, protecting myself and yeah, reaching, yeah. grabbing at the highest point. I knew how to do that. It's just if I had six foot Harry next to me. Um, while I'm jumping, I know he'll probably get into about six foot two and he's jumping again to six foot four. Who's going to yeah. win? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So decision making, just making the right decision at the right time. It's so important because you can be rash, right? You, you, you want it. You're, you're two, you're two, one down. It's the last five minutes. You get the ball yeah. in your hand. You want to have a quick release. You quick, you, you give the quick release, but you, because you're rushing and you're, you're, you're you know, you're not making your, your head's not thinking you're trying yeah. to do it, you do it wrong. You give the ball away and it's just like, ah, so concentration sort of comes into that as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And, 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 and calmness and composure, but you know, cause you'll see people start rushing and that's when you become rash as a goalkeeper. You're, yeah. you're, you're coming out, you're trying to be a hero and you you end up being a fool half the time. They're naturally. Yeah. Being, yeah. All um, it takes is for the, you to, if you don't get to that ball first, there's a chance they've scored or yeah. you're off the pitch. So decision making um, is, yeah. is huge, and then my final one, and I think it's just for a modern day game, and it's 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 a, it's a sad one in a sense, and I think it's pace. Okay. Um, I think it's pace for just a modern day player, even for a goalkeeper. Like pace is yeah. important because you can get out there and you can quickly pick up any. You can be that sweeper keeper, right? Yeah. And I had a bit of pace, so I was very good at that sweeper keeper role um, yeah. of just being out of the box, clear that long ball or get out there get to the edge of the box and I was able to claim or or slide and get the through ball but even as yeah. a player right if you're on our team playing on the break if you're a wing back these days like a wing back now such an important role um if you team decides not to, you need pace and you need energy and you need to get up and down those wings as quickly as possible you need yeah. paces because players are just players are just becoming faster yes. um and faster and you need pace because if you don't have pace you don't need like you don't need to be the Usain Bolt um, but you need to have a bit of energy. Like if we have a look at Ronaldo's goal, like what was so impressive about his second goal was yeah. that little tiny bit of, he was running, he was running. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there was that extra burst of boom. Burst, yeah, and then that was, yeah. and he was gone. And that was just enough to get him past that defender. And it's so important. And he's 36 and he's still able to give that little boost where you're thinking how he's already looks like he's already running at full power yeah. and all yeah. um, boom, he's gone to another level. Yeah. You need that. And, and, and pace, it kind of gets you out of danger. If you make a mistake, it's quicker to recover. If you don't have yeah. pace, you ain't recovering. Um, and you're like, oh, Jack, yeah, all good. Well, saying pace. How do you work on pace? Well, Usain Bolt works on pace. There is pace yeah. training. There is yeah, sprint training. Yeah. There, there, there's things that you can do to try and, because um, I know not everyone has fast twitch muscle fibers. That's, that's the muscle fibers that you have if yeah. you weren't aware. Um, yeah. You need to sprint if you're an endurance runner like Mofa. You have slow twitch muscle fibers. There, look, education. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have, I have no twitch muscle fibers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like pace. I just think for a modern day footballer, like, I put it as my last one because I feel like yeah. out of all the last ones, it's probably the least important. It's still important, but you know, I feel like all of those are more important that I said before. Yeah. To to yeah. why I think you if know, you don't you have a football player. If you don't have pace nowadays, you've got to be a very, very good player for yeah. a lot of other bits and pieces. So, you know, I, yeah. I agree. I, when we first started doing these and when I first thought about it, pace was not on my list. But the more and more I think about it, it, it you've got to have pace will help you. And as you yeah. say, as a defender, it can get you out of jail. 
as a striker, it can be that little bit of extra boost to get you beyond someone. And it, it helps with your mobility in the centre of the pitch as well. So, you know, it annoys me. But yeah, I'm starting to come around to the fact that pace probably should be in there. So, Jack's five, attitude, positioning, technique, decision-making, and pace. Happy with those five, Jack? Yeah, I think they're pretty good five. Good stuff. So, that is the end, guys. That is the end. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Jack. No, Badgie, the pleasure's been all mine. If you don't already, guys, Jack's um, tag for Twitch is underneath him right now. Go give the guy a look. Go follow him and then catch him recompeting. That's not even a word. Recompeting to keep hold of his title for DTL for season two. Yeah. And it'll also... Exactly. It'll also probably be in a Super League of playoffs and a waste of possession near you as well at some point. So by then, by the time we get to November and are doing uh, that again, he could well have a couple of other titles under his belt. Or, or maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that's higher. If you were a betting man, that's the, but that's what I'd put it on. <laughs> no, no. We won't put this as a prediction, guys, yes. just in case. <laughs> Don't want to see you lose your money. Jackie, it's been a pleasure. We will catch no, you thank soon. You. Um, thanks for being here. No, thank you. As again, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Cheers, guys.